And welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Monica Elbow Podcast. Your host, Ray Longman, Chris. Chris, how you doing, brother? Hey, man. I'm all right. Dude, it has been just an absolutely brutally long day already, but I'm here. We got wrestling to talk about. I'm pumped up. TLC turned out a million times better. Yeah, because we had than I expected very, it to be. very low expectations for that. Look, vir- I, I I hate that anybody got sick, and I'm, I I hope that Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt get better. Yeah, and everybody that whoever's got yeah. this stuff, man. What they did, and I have no doubt that the the, the final match would have still been amazing with Roman. Uh, the Finn Balor AJ Styles match oh, was what everybody's been hoping for, what everybody's been wanting to see, and it lived up to the hype. And, was so much better than anything. And look, Bray Wyatt is a great talent. I think he's underutilized. He could not have put on that match. Bray no. Wyatt, on his best day, does not put on that match with Finn Balor. And I'm sorry, that's just... But look, you're talking about AJ Styles. AJ Styles, in my opinion, is going to go down as one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. So, saying that you can't do what he does, well... That's, who can? Who can, right? Yeah. I mean, he's going to go down in the conversation with Hogan yeah. and Flair and, and Cena and all those guys. Oh, AJ yeah. Styles this has is to match be everybody's been waiting on ever since... Both of them were WWE performers. And everybody's waiting on AJ and Finn. The end of that match, you know, that was that was a send out to all of the fans who are Bullet Club fans. Yeah. You know, there's all this stuff going on behind the scenes with Vince and Suin and all this other stuff. But that was a sign of solidarity with Finn and AJ to the boys back in the club. You know, you saw immediately on Twitter, you had uh, Tomatonga and a lot of the bullet, current Bullet Club guys, you know, posting that that image. Yeah. Of the, the, the original two, well, the first two leaders. Now, the original Finn was, of course, the founder. The Bullet Club was his idea. Anybody who says differently is wrong. The Bullet Club was founded because of... Finn Balor, Prince Divot at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was his club. It was his idea. He was kind of floundering in New Japan. They didn't know what to do with him, and it was his idea. And then AJ, of course, took over. And then when AJ left, Omega's taking the reins. But it was such a cool moment. Uh, TLC turned out great. I yeah, was, it did. I was pretty happy with it, honestly. Yeah, I thought uh, top to bottom, you know, it was pretty solid show. I course we did have the cruiserweight tag match which i didn't even watch it was on i was actually sorting through baseball cards at I didn't the time, pay attention looking at different things i wasn't paying attention uh, mickey james and alexa bliss i thought was great yes uh you know kurt angle with the shield i think that to me for a kurt angle return i really hoped for something more you know i'm i was hoping for a one-on-one at survivor series or a one-on-one somewhere with Kurt Angle for his big return, but under the situation, they had to do something, uh, you know, and it, it turned out great. And they did. Uh, they didn't just. They didn't just have the Shield guys come out, and then have Angle come out on his own. No, he came they, down. They gave him. They gave him a vest. Yeah, he came out through the crowd. It was it was done very well. And then when he came back, then he got his. It was the Angle music. Yeah, you know, it, it was done. I give w- we give WWE tons of crap often about screwing stuff up. They did better than I think they had any right doing oh, based yeah. on their based on their track record with that match because it was it was like forty five minutes Man, of and it was awesome. awesome. And then you and I, you know, we both were like, "How does this work out?" The shield, you can't have them get beat down because what was the point of the of getting them back together? And then the other five guys, you have three beat five. How does that – what does that make the, them look? You know, you got the but multi-time tag champions. You've got the intercontinental champ. You have Kane. You have Braun. How does that work out? But They did it perfectly. They did it perfectly. They fell apart. They imploded. And that was the only way – that the Shield could win this match. And I don't think and, that they had to change that much. No. I think that they were able... I mean, they were able to take... This is just my opinion. I've not heard anything, which is kind of weird. I And I think maybe that's why we haven't heard anything. I think they took the basic idea of the match, 
the the basic flow of it and just kept oh, it. Oh yeah, they just put, they didn't need to change that much. No. They well, made, they changed a little bit. You know, Kurt getting hurt, quote unquote, yeah. and taken out. I don't think that would have happened with Roman. No, but it made it made that moment where Kurt came back out better for Kurt. It was like a, yeah. it gave him a moment. I think that was perfect. So uh, they didn't have to change that much. And seeing how they did it, I think it was the only way they could do it, and it makes sense. Yeah. With Kane and Braun kind of going at it, I don't know what they're <clears throat> what they're doing putting Braun in the trash thing. What they were going to do if they got the Shield in there? Because you know, hey, look, it's a no holds bar match. There's no DQ. There's no count out. You put the Shield in the trash dump. You drive them off. How do you pin somebody? Yeah, you can't win. You, but <sighs> so. So there was some, I mean, it wasn't a perfect match, but it was so damned entertaining. It was entertaining. Yes, Exactly. It was was entertaining. So TLC, I think, went very well. And we'll get to talking more. And Angle looked great, by the way. Angle looked very good. But we're going to talk about something that's happened close to us. This past weekend, we talked about it on last week's show, was the big evolution. Shocktober. uh, Innovate, co-promotion, Shocktober, where every match was taking place in a... 25-foot cage. A huge cage that surrounded the ring, kind of like Hell in a Cell, except as we were told last week, there's no, no roof. roof. Yep. Um, from everything I've heard, the matches on the card were just top-notch. Devin Driscoll walks away as the Innovate United States Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. Did not see that coming. At least not yet. I, I think if they're going the NWO route, Dris- Driscoll has to get the belt. I think that Cage and Chris Richards, unless they bring somebody else in, those two guys have to get the tag belts. And then you need ATM to get that TV title. You need them to consolidate those belts. That's the formula. It works. I think they've taken the first step to it. But some phenomenal matches across the card with both Innovate and Evolution's guys. And hats off to Joey Carrier for putting this thing together. Absolutely. 100%. It was... He deserves all the all the credit in the world. I mean, I know the production you know, value was, involved, was so good. Innovate was involved with it. You know, they worked together. But this is an evolution show, yeah. and this was Joey Carrier's idea. It's his production. He he did all that work, and hats off to him. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So what we're what I want to talk about is a specific thing that happened at the show. Evolution put out a video yes yesterday, I believe. Yeah, I think it was yesterday. It was a 10-minute cut of the end of the event. Unedited. Unedited. This was raw footage. It was the footage that came straight out of the camera. There was no editing for TV. It was exactly what the cameras saw during that match. And on the video, there was a disclaimer. Hey, we we did not approve of the language that was used during the match and by the announcers. But for the people who want to see it, here's the raw footage. Yeah. So I watched it. And the reason that I think Evolution put it out is because there was a lot of consternation about what happened. Now, let me say this. We are not going to go into any of whatever's happening behind the stage. I don't care about it. Okay? It, it's, it's got nothing to do with us. No. It's between all the boys in the back. No, right. It's not. That's that's Neither them. here nor there to us. Exactly. We have, no, we have no dog in the fight. And I'm not sure the fans care. No. Uh, but I think what they may care about is the video that Evolution put out. Evolution yeah. thought enough to put it out there. So let's talk about it. In the video, from what I can gather... Now look, I, I'm very busy. I do not have the time to, to follow any wrestling as much as I used to. I didn't even get to watch all of SmackDown this week. So I do not get to follow Evolution as close as I wish I could. Right. If I had more time, I would. I haven't even seen but one innovate tv taping since innovate became innovate i just i haven't found the time i'm, to I'm do with it. you it's, um so I, if i if i get some a, a couple of the non-important specifics wrong i apologize ahead of time but here's the gist of it the i'm pretty sure they're called the trash money millionaires no it is the uh they're the white same, trash white trash millionaires white trash millionaires i'm sorry white trash millionaires they are the pro wrestling South tag team champions, and they also work for Evolution. Right. I, I don't know if they have titles in Evolution, but they so. are, according to the video, the PWS tag champions. Yes, they came out and turned on Evolution, and they were just beating the hell out of the guys from Evolution. Yeah, they using zip ties, tied them to the cage, they zip tied, tied a the guy, ropes. they beat poor Wayne Atkins 
to death. Yeah. One of the guys speared Carlos Stapleton, who's a yep. fan of the show. Um, I got to see the spear in the ring. Apparently, there was more on the outside that happened. Um, it was a beating. Yeah. Instead of a five-on-five, five, it was a seven-on-three mugging is what it turned into. And it felt very real. And the and to me, part of the reason that it felt so real is because nobody who was in the commentary booth or who was in the ring acted like it was a work. No. The, it came off so real. The commentary seemed like they were into it as much as a fan would be watching. Yeah, absolutely. That they had no idea this was going to happen. No. Like they, they didn't know what was going on or why. They sold it 100%. They sold it very well. And where the problem came from in Evolution's eyes and in some people's eyes was one of the commentators used some foul language. And the people in the ring were. Yeah, they uh, were. The, on the mic. The white trash millionaires. I can't think what the guy's name is. Uh, he was using some very colorful language. But there was a point... When the beating got really bad, yeah. I mean, it was they had a guy zip tied and they were throwing trash cans at him, and you could hear the thud. He was taking a beating. One of the commentators goes, "F, F this." He used the full word. I'm not going to use it here, and got up and left. And this is this whole thing with the language has caused a lot of problems, and I can see both sides of it. People who know me and who who hang around me and are not on the podcast or in a an out professional setting will know I swear a lot. I don't do it to mean to be disrespectful to anybody. It's just how I talk. I try not I definitely don't do it here, but even when I'm at your at your restaurant, yeah. I don't. I try very hard not to. Now if we get into a heated conversation about something, something may slip out. But knowing that, to me, that sold it that much more. Because they went from a point where they were no longer, I don't, I don't mean work in a wrestling sense, but I mean they were no longer working. It became personal. Yeah, well, the, in the moment, in the and mo- if, let's take it to, to this step. If the announcer, I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to get involved. And we all know, we know who it is, who, who said it. If he did not know this was going to happen, and a lot of times they don't let announcers in on certain no. things so that they get a real reaction, right? Bischoff was infamous. Tony Schiavone was the only guy in the booth that knew outcomes. Brain, Tanay, anybody who worked did not know the outcome except Tony Schiavone. Jerry Lawler refused to read a script. Yes. Refused. He would not read it because he said he wanted his reaction to be real. Absolutely. So the announcer may not have known what was going down, and in the heat of the moment, he lost his temper and forgot he was on air for a second. That happens. Bobby Heenan, you go back to WCW, the loose cannon Brian Pillman. This was on live TV on TBS. Yeah, WCW was on TBS, right? Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if or, it was for if it was for Nitro, then it was on TNT. TNT, it was on TNT. It was a Nitro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brian Pillman comes over when he's doing the loose cannon character. He grabs Heenan. I can't remember exactly what he does to him. Heenan says, get the F away from me. And then storms away from the set. And it's on live TV. They can't, it, and it's on air. Right. It was in the moment. Heenan just naturally reacted. He didn't know this was going to happen. He naturally reacted. And something slipped out. If that's the case with this, so be it. Now, and that's just... Some things happen. People, some people talk that way. Some people don't. And if you get heated and something slips out, I know this person is a very professional. Never on air does he say anything out of the way. No. At his shows, does he ever say anything out of the way? Not that I know. And I've so, seen him very angry in yes. character and never seen that. So that makes me believe even more that maybe he didn't know exactly what was going on, what was going to happen, and he was just got caught up in the moment and something slipped out. Okay, so it happened. So be it. Move on. And, 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 and I see it from the other side. I know people who are 100% against swearing. Well, and I am. I don't. And, that, and again, but, but, that's, and that's fine. I, 
I feel like, and I've had conversations with people about this in the last few days, and I feel like the you are going to have a different reaction to this segment completely based on what your personal thoughts are about swearing. And that's fine. Yeah. We're all different people. Yeah. We're not lemmings. Right. That's what makes that's what makes you know, friendships and communicating with other people great at times. Right. Because you're not you're not the same mind. You think differently and everybody has different points of view. And it's it's good that people like me and you can have a dialogue about stuff like this. Me and other people have had dialogues about this and we don't necessarily agree on everything. And I feel like in today's society, being able to talk to someone about a topic that you don't agree upon and do so rationally without getting angry at one another, seeing each other's points is a very lost art yeah. form. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen much. It doesn't happen. Uh, but yeah, I, I see this. And, and like you saying, you know, I can look at it from both ways too. There were children in the arena who I can were, totally understand. They did not hear what's on the mic. Probably not. I now they I, might they might have heard what the guy in the ring was saying. Yes. They could hear him. They could not hear the announcer the, I, on the mic. Because when, when you're at a show, you, you don't hear because that is just... It's, it's, it's kind of real muffled. Yeah. It's for TV. It's and we've not, seen... I don't know how Evolution's layout is, but with, with Innovate, you know, Matt Rhodes sits really close to the audience and yeah. we have been within 10 feet of 15 feet of it. I never heard of And in the middle of chaos like that, you're not going to notice it either. No. If, if you're watching what's going on, you're not going to even be paying attention to what the announcer is saying. No. Uh, it doesn't, even though I don't swear and I don't really care for it, I'm not the type of person that gets offended with every little thing that's said. And if somebody does, if somebody says this, okay, he did. So what? It, but at the time, it felt like it, it does. It's emotion. It, it is. It was emotional, and that's an emotional reaction. If that is the way he reacted in that time, then he did. I, I don't care. And it's, it's really sold the moment. And it's, it's fine with me. And it's I not going to be on TV. No, because, it'll, I mean, they I mean, might. They'll, I'm sure that segment will be aired. It'll be edited. Yeah. No one who, who didn't watch that, you know, watch that. And clip. they did have a disclaimer. So. If you watch it, after oh, yeah, there's the a disclaimer. Di- on if, there. if you watch it after reading the disclaimer, and you know f- what to expect. And if you get offended, well, that's that's on your you. fault. That's yeah, that's on you. It's like watching a TV show or a movie rated NC-17 or TVMA for mature audiences only, and then getting and then getting offended by what you see. You expect you you can't. It's not you can't. The only. And again, I I, I want to make sure that I I want to make sure I state this, and I'm sure Chris is on the same. But we understand the people who are offended. Yes, but I if, do, you, but, if you were there in the if you were there in the audience, I have no problem. Yeah, with you being with especially you, if you had children there, with you being yeah. offended. The the problem I have is with the performers. You are walking such a line. Yeah, where where is it? Right, and you don't. It's, it's one of those things. That I feel like you don't know where it is until it's too late and you've already crossed it. Yeah. If he's up there and he's just saying, "Well, this is just a bunch of poo," you know, that's like, oh god. Yeah, it right? doesn't. You can't. So there's, it's a it's a fine line, and yeah, they probably crossed it, um, but you know, yeah, I don't have any kids. I don't have children, yeah. but I have nephews. And even as much as I swear, if we're out somewhere and we hear someone say something, we're like, hey, don't repeat that. You know, it's, you have to, you have to take some responsibility in to make sure you tell your kids, hey, look, don't, don't say that. That's not nice. They shouldn't have said it. But again, they're the bad guys. So that just feeds, again, it's a big thing. I, I can't, I, I can see it. From other people's perspectives, I can't fully understand it because I have my own my own thinking yeah. on it. That being said, all of that being said, for me personally, it was magic. Again, I don't have kids. I don't have to worry about language. I'm an adult. That whole thing, I, I watched 90% of it. I was really busy. I didn't get to watch all of it. It was magic because it, again, it felt so real. It did not... The guys seemed so mad at one another. And it was just like, oh, yeah. can you believe they did this? It was very well done. Yeah, and I was, especially the guys in the ring. That, that's, the, yeah, that's what I mean. The, the guys everything. in the ring, you know, like you were saying, <coughs> and 
you're having a real conversation and you're a really, really angry. Yeah. You're not going to be, if you're really angry and this is, you're talking in the moment, you're not going to be as cautious to watch every little word you say. No, because that's not, not how say, emotional that's people not how are. people talk. It's just not realistic. No. And I'm with you on that. I, I, I am. Because that's the way people talk. And if you're in an emotional situation, a real heated situation, some things may be said that you wouldn't say in a normal situation where you're just talking normally. Right. And that's just, that's emotion. That's how emotions that's, work. You anybody ever watched ECW? <laughs> that, that was way worse than this. Oh my God. It was way not, worse than not this. Even, no, we're not even. They crucified somebody on ECW. Yeah. Raven crucified, literally crucified the Sandman and left him hanging on the side of the ring. But we look back at ECW as this, we put it up on this big pedestal. It's revolutionary. It's huge. It's, but then this little show, this little local program does this. Which isn't a tenth as bad as ECW. And people are losing their minds. And look, we're, I'm sure there's going to be people who listen to this podcast who don't agree with us, and, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. I just hope yeah. that I just hope that anybody who who has an issue with what we're saying, and I know there are going to be people out there, is you just yes. you try to take it from from our point of view and look at it from our situation. Because if you are a family person and you had children there, I can see why you would have a problem with it. I yeah, do. I, I, I get do. it. I, and if I had my little girl there, which I didn't. I, w- I wouldn't have liked it very much, you know, as far as being there with my kid and these things being said. But, you know, it's not, I'm not going to go crazy over it. I'm not going to lose my mind. And I want to feel like you, there was a cage there. You knew there was, it was going to be graphic. Yeah. I yeah, mean, you did. maybe you not did. the language necessarily, but you, you can't have a cage with guys in there working those kind of matches and they're not be just absolutely graphic guys are supposed to really be not like each other right and and things gonna things are gonna happen i've been in the ring i i have said things in the ring in the heat of the moment that later i'm like man maybe i shouldn't have said that but i mean i have absolutely said stuff when angry that i didn't mean yeah Uh, and and we we all do that i think i mean it may not be even you may not it may not even be a language you might not even be a swearing thing yeah when people are angry they don't when you're angry, that little voice in your head that says, hey, maybe you shouldn't say this, he takes a nap. Yeah, you're not rational You don't anymore. have a filter. It's that's not, what's that's yeah. part of being angry. That's like you know, that being All like that said, being said, evolution, my hat's off to you guys. Hell of a show. Um, the Innovate guys, too. It was a, from everything I've heard and from what I've seen from little snippets they've put up, um, there, there have been some other little clips up from some of the other matches besides the big controversial 10 minute thing at the end everything i've seen has been fantastic so hats off to both promotions we love wrestling we love local wrestling yeah we do and we want it to strive we want the it's only good forever if you have someone chasing you or if you have somebody who who maybe not be competition to you necessarily but the fans go oh they're, they're they're competition that makes everybody come out and just try that much harder. Yeah. And the people who benefit from that are us, the fans who get to see it. So again, thank you, Evolution. Thank you, Innovate. Thank you to all the performers who went out. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Okay. So TLC was, again, saved from complete and utter mediocrity into a very solid pay-per-view. I thought about messaging and saying, hey, since these matches aren't who we picked, are we going to keep our picks? Yeah. I just said the heck with it. I kept my picks. You were perfect. You were 3-0. Hey. I was 2-1. Um, but in my thinking, I would not have picked against AJ. No. I'm not sure I would have picked the Finn bout. I'm not sure I would have picked Finn to win. I probably would have picked the tag match, yeah. which I don't know if I would have picked correct anyways. Um, so I don't have an issue with it. As a whole, we missed one match. That's pretty good. Of of the six that we picked, uh, that does give you the the better record yeah. for the the time between SummerSlam and Survivor Series by one pick. Wow! So there you go. Yay me, Chris. Chris wins. <laughs> Chris wins this section, and then we'll have the next section will be very short. Yeah. Because we have from SummerSlam, sorry, from Survivor, Survivor Series, Series to Rumble to Rumble. 
Now, two there's there's Survivor series or there's Survivor series. How many pay per views we got in December? I'm pretty sure it's just one. Okay. So we're gonna have. We may get a SmackDown before Rumble. No. Because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Raw is Clash of Champions in December. Right. So we're gonna have Survivor Series, Clash of Champions, and then I'm. We'll have to have some SmackDown pay per view yeah, early go two in the months year. without a SmackDown show. Because it'd be it would be. Really, it would be over two months because yeah. you're not because you're gonna have a, a mixed like pay per view. Yeah, a mixed pay per view in there with Rumble. Right. Well, in a mixed pay per view with Survivor Series, it would yeah, be a long a time before you had a SmackDown somewhere. only pay per view. Yeah. So I think we'll have one before Rumble, but we're gonna have probably Survivor four Series shows. Is building up pretty good. Yes, let's talk about that. I again, I've not seen SmackDown. Right. I've, well, I saw the very very beginning of SmackDown on Tuesday night, and then I had to it was go a really work. good show. I hate that I missed. I still have it. I've got yeah. it recorded. I'm, I may get to watch it tonight, actually, before I leave to go back out again. Raw was solid. It was. My only problem with Raw, and has to do with the ending. I have no problem with SmackDown showing up, the Under Siege thing. That's, they make Kurt Angle look like a punk. Kurt Angle looked like he was scared to death. To be put back in the ring with Shane McMahon. This is an Olympic gold medalist. This is a multi-time world champion. This he is Kurt freaking Angle. Yeah, I think here's and, what and Kurt, I, that's the only thing I didn't like. Kurt sold. He acted the whole time as if the SmackDown guys were not just Shane. Yeah, right. From the moment Shane's music hit, he was he was worried. Yeah, and then he just walked off out of the ring when they kind of surrounded. It. He just kind of walked off and left and then when they brought him back out he just looked like he was scared to death you know and I had it been anybody else I wouldn't have had that problem but this is Kurt Angle don't punk Kurt Angle they punked but they punked the whole raw roster and normally <laughs> I here's my thing Smackdown like Heyman said it Heyman said it again this week yeah Smackdown's the bitch yeah they're the B show Everybody treats them like the B-Show, even though the, the shows on a consistent basis yeah. are better than Raw. Yeah. I do have something to say to Michael Cole. That was not the entire SmackDown roster. No. You can say that all you want to. We all know that was not the entire SmackDown. Orton uh, wasn't there. No. Owens and Zayn wasn't there. there. Zayn wasn't there. He said, the hell, Shane's brought the entire SmackDown roster is here. They're, the whole roster is here. No, they were not. No. <laughs> It was most of them, but yeah, they weren't all there. I, I was surprised. Gender wasn't there. No, Gender wasn't there. Gender wasn't there. Sammy and KO, KO weren't there. Orton wasn't there. Yeah, uh, several of the tag teams weren't there. The New Day was like the only tag team that. Well, the Hot Bros were there, and then uh, uh, the Usos were there, weren't they? Were Jimmy and Jay there with that? I feel like they were. And then, because, and then, Wayne, I know that. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think any of the champions were there. The champions may not have been. Uh, Gable and Benjamin were there because Chad okay. Gable jumped yeah. Jason Jordan. Yeah, they were. But, but yeah, the, none of the champions were there. It wasn't the whole roster. It was probably 65 <laughs> or 70% yeah. of it. Just the fact Michael Cole kept saying oh, that I was, I was like, come on. <laughs> Is the roster really that small? No, it's not. <laughs> but they beat, they beat Raw down. Yeah. Everybody got beat. AJ was in the crew that beat up Anderson and Gallows. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I was like, no, 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 no. But yeah. I, they're teasing this again. They're not going to give it to us. But you've had AJ on the pay-per-view. Then AJ was on Raw. AJ's with Finn. They're two-sweeting each other. I Come on. I Put AJ on Raw. Put the club together. You've got, you'd have Finn, AJ, Anderson, and Gallows. They would destroy Monday Night Raw. I, I don't even, here's on. the problem. I don't even want to think about this because it would be so, could you imagine legitimately the club yeah. versus the shield? Yes. Oh, that, my God, that is, you could take a printer and go put it in the back and just start printing out hundies. Yes. It, it would rain money. I, oh, yeah, and go ahead and put Kurt with the shield. Sure, in that match, and you're four on four. Oh my god! You got an eight man tag. Do you remember? It's been a while. It was before the shield broke up. Do you remember how loud it got when the shield 
And when it looked like we were going to see the Shield versus the Wyatt family, yeah, the crowd went berserk. This yeah. would be bigger yes, than it would. that by 10. This would be NWO versus D-Generation X level. People would go freaking nuts if they did this. So they're not going to do it. You don't even, like, as much as I would want to see, don't even, don't, you don't have to bring AJ over. Leave AJ on SmackDown. Yeah, Just you let don't it be have Finn to. and the boys. Yeah, let it be, yeah. Because then you've I got three on three. Yeah, but I'd still... Just having AJ on oh, no, no, on those shows the last two or Sunday and Monday just made me want that that much more. Me, <laughs> I didn't let myself go there because I, yeah, because you know you're not gonna get it. But man, I, I just oh, I'm I'm still I'm never gonna get that. I'm never gonna get my you know living it's, in America moment with Rusev that yeah. I've been. But it's so easy to write. Five years, so okay. easy. Five years. I've been waiting for that. It is. It is. It's right there. Just, yeah. And I feel like they know it's there. That's why that's they what, keep talking about the Balor Club. They know it's there. <laughs> Finn Balor, he's the leader of the Balor Club. He's a, it's a club of one. <laughs> it just bothers me so much. It's, Yeah, but Raw was solid. That, that, I'm not happy with the triple threat women's match. <laughs> Alicia because Fox. how do you put Alicia Fox in the ring with... Bailey and Sasha Banks. Let me run something out on top. Let me run something by you. So last week we talked about Nia Jax. Yes. Time away. Yes. Uh, the rumors at the time were it was about it was about money. She wasn't happy with the direction of her character yeah. and money. This week Sports Illustrated came out. They're, they have a dedicated wrestling guy right. who does investigative reporting with for wrestling, which is awesome. Yeah. He reached out to Nia Jax and got the story, and the story is as follows. Nia Jax was scheduled to lose clean to Sasha Banks in the middle of the ring at TLC. Nia Jax did not like this idea. She, According to the report, she did not have a problem with losing. Right. But losing clean in the middle of the ring on a pay-per-view in a one-on-one match, she did not like. So what does she do? She reaches out to her first cousin, Dwayne Johnson, yeah. The Rock, and asks his opinion. And his opinion, my understanding was, and his advice was, and I quote, if you're not happy, leave. Bad advice by Billy Johnson. <laughs> I love Rock. Rock, I know you're not listening, but I, I love the Rock. There's no secret. Bad advice. You don't walk away. Yeah. You don't walk away. There's other ways of handling this. I agree. Nijak should not lose clean in the middle of the ring to anyone. No, not on that roster. No, no it kills her character. Yeah, it completely defeats the purpose. But you don't walk out. No, I. In, I talked about this last week. I'm not a fan of walking out, and I, I kind of chuckle at that. That's what the Rock's advice is. It, it confuses me. I'm not a fan it's of. It's hard it. to believe he would say that. Yeah, <laughs> he's a professional. He, I know. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. Rock's advice may have been bigger than we, like his advice might have been hey if, if you're not, you're happy, not happy company quit yes not, not if you're not happy with this angle walk yeah right I, now i'm, I'm yeah. not sure that that's the what the advice i mean i may be completely wrong about this i don't i don't agree with her walking out i also don't agree with their decision i feel like they could have she walked out over a week ahead of time yeah if Vince McMahon is anything, he is someone who will change his mind on a pin drop. But Vince McMahon is also very vindictive. Yes, he. Baron no, Corbin ne- has lost two. I hear about this. Baron Corbin has lost two weeks in a row to Sin Cara. Yes. Neville walked out. He was supposed to lose that night. He walked out. Kalisto takes his place. Kalisto wins. <laughs> yeah, then of course he loses the belt again. Nia Jax but- walks out. <laughs> Alicia She's Fox. supposed to lose. Alicia, Alicia Fox. Fox takes her place. And beats both of them on Monday Night Raw to become the captain. Yeah. That is Vince McMahon saying, Yeah. You, you want to do that? Okay. Watch this. That's all that is. He's like, You're expendable. Look what we'll do. We'll replace you and give them your spot plus one. Yes. <laughs> Not just your spot. We'll give them your spot and some. Yes. Uh, and that's, look, Alicia Fox has been there for a long time. She's not a great wrestler. She's Her character is completely nuts. But you know what? Good for her. Yeah. Hey. Like, look, yeah. I'm not a fan of it, but she didn't look terrible in that match. It wasn't a great triple threat match. We've had triple threat matches with the women that 
you know, she's not going to reach that level right. that we've seen. She wasn't terrible in that match, but I was like, oh, gosh, how? And, and then that's what I started thinking after I watched them, and I was like, how does Alicia Fox? And I was like, wait a minute. I know how. Nia Jax. She can thank Nia Jax for her winning that, top, that match. Absolutely. It doesn't happen if Nia's there. She's not even in that match if Nia's there. No, I don't think so. I think that. So it's, she definitely doesn't walk yeah. out as captain of the Smack of the Raw team. No, if Nia Jax is there. So no, no, she doesn't. It's it's a weird situation, and people walking out has, um, <laughs> has made some things happen for other people. And again, good for them. They've do, do they think starting this trend of walking out if you don't like what they're doing? It's going to make Vince say, oh, I'm sorry. Come back here and we'll let you do what you want. No. Look, if <laughs> CM Punk was the only guy on the Raw roster, or on the WWE roster, who was selling close to the merchandise that John Cena was. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm i trying to remember. It was about 90% of what Cena was, but it was way more than anybody else in the company. Right. I mean, it was John Cena... CM Punk and then everybody else considerably lower. Yeah. If CM Punk walking out at the peak of his popularity, at the peak of his career, isn't enough to make Vince McMahon change his mind, Nia Jax, Neville, anybody else, Austin Aries, whoever, good luck. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not CM Punk, and I'm sorry, you're... you. You're not selling the merch. You don't have the following. They don't care. Yeah. That whole thing that airs the beginning of of every WWE event, then, now, forever, basically says <clears throat> that that symbol. In the NFL, we talk we call it the shield. Right? The NFL brand, the shield, right. is bigger than any one player, is bigger than any one team. To Vince McMahon. And he's proven it over the years. That symbol, whatever that WWE symbol has been, it's changed over the years as time yeah. changed. Right now, that WW, that that symbol that you see, that's bigger than anybody. Yep. It can it is shown for years, even when the business was dying. Stone Cold Steve Austin walked out. Yeah, and you know what they happened? Survived. Triple H they, became they, champion and they just they, yeah. they thrived. Yeah, it, it's <clears throat> Next man up. That's their their motto. You know, that's the NFL motto. That's a lot of things. You know, and that is definitely WWE motto. Next man up. If you don't want it, you want to walk out. We'll put somebody else in your spot that will. And you know what? They may not always be. They may not always have the star power, but WWE has a following. And oh, and that brand is just yeah. it's worth so much money. You no one person performer is ever going to make or break that place. You no. may make them some more money for a time, but you're, no it, one's Look not. what happened. Uh, Hulk Hogan left. Kevin Hall, Scott Nash left. Bret Hart left. Macho Man left. Yeah, for a little while, WCW kind of got the better of them. But guess what? Guess who's still standing? And who is non-existent? That's you know, that's that's as much as WCW's own fault. It as is. It is, it, 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 it is. But still, conquest. But you yeah. know, it, he's still there. He's still there. He's still there. And and that's what you can say about it. He's he's proven that you can be the guy to take a Roman Reigns line, but you're not the company, right? And when Vince dies, Triple H is going to run that place the same way. Yeah. Because, I mean, not this. He's not going to run it the same way as Vince says, but he's going to be that way. You, you are not more important than the brand. No, yeah. <clears throat> no, Triple H is all business now. Yeah. Now that he's not a performer anymore, he's all business, and he's going to do what's best for the company. Yeah, that best for business line may have been like a wrestling gimmick, but I have zero doubt that Paul Levesque yeah will do literally what's best for business. Because that business puts food on his table. It puts food on a lot of people's tables. And if... That's what bothers me about these people doing this crap. 
like, what happens if, let's, let's take for a moment and hypothetical and speak and say, hey, maybe it's not that way. Maybe one person could make or break it. How big of a jerk move would it be for you just to walk out because you're quote unquote unhappy with the direction of your character and then you sink a company that employs six or 700 people? Yeah. Like you being a douche just caused these people, their livelihoods, you know, what are they going to feed their families? What are they going to, you know, send their kids to school? Yeah. People have a real problem not looking at a bigger picture. Um, and, and if you're not happy, then try and do something to rectify your situation. And then if you can't, if you legitimately have talked to management and you can't work things out, then when your contract's over, leave. Yeah. Scott Hall, the prime example of this, Scott Hall was in the peak of his career. He went to Vince and said, Hey, what can I do to better my position in the company? Do I need to work on my promos? Do I need to work on my in-ring stuff? What do I need to do? And Vince says, there's nothing you need to do. Right now, this is your spot. Scott Hall said, okay. And when his contract ended, he went to WCW and made his money elsewhere. A lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of money. If you're unhappy, you did not sign a lifetime contract. Yeah. You do not owe Vince McMahon your soul. You are not indentured to him. Your contract will run out, and when it does, you are free to go exactly. elsewhere. As long as you're under contract, do your job, and then when it's over, do as you wish. And there's people, and if, and WWE has shown that they'll work with people. Yeah. Austin Aries was not, he had a long ways on his contract. He asked to be let go, and they did. Now, I don't blame him at all. I, I don't. No, no, I don't have a problem with Austin Aries. Yeah, if you ask but, to be let go, and I don't, that's da- different than walking out. Yes. I don't know. I mean, I don't know Austin Aries. I, I've heard that he's a very professional kind of guy. Right. I believe if he had asked for his release and they had, that he would have wrestled. Yeah, I think so. Because I, that, I think there's a decorum there. If you tell somebody you're going to do something, do it. Yep. If you're not happy with it, well, Green and Barrett, it's going to be a time... And when that time comes, you're free to go. I've worked places and not been happy before. Oh, God, they, me they, too. As long as they wrote my check, then I just sucked it up and went on. <laughs> I, yeah, I've worked places that I absolutely hated. Luckily enough, the job I have now and the job I've had for a long time, I love coming here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great. Uh, but to get back to the, the point at hand, Nia Jax went about this the wrong way. I feel like she thought she was more important than she is. She got some advice that she might have misconstrued from The Rock. Yeah, that's possible. And it, I don't know. But look, at the end of the day, Alicia Fox is the one benefiting from it. Go Foxy, right? Again, I'm not a huge fan but she's been there forever. She's paid her dues. And to see her get a little bit of a spotlight, I don't have a problem yeah, with that. Yeah, get what you can. I mean, you can't hate on her for it. No. So. She's not the one making the booking decisions. Nope. Somebody backstage has some idea. Are you sure she's not? I mean, everybody thought John Cena did forever, right? And he wrote, he made his own It's decisions, probably just right? as so. likely that that, <laughs> that, uh, that Foxy has, Alicia Fox has creative control of her character yeah. that John Cena had his. Uh, I am excited for Survivor Series. I am too. It looks like they're giving the blue team who is completely just blase most of the time in everybody's eyes a good fighting chance. The matches we're going to get, we already know about, we're going to get Jinder Mahal, Brock Lesnar, uh, Alexa Bliss versus Natalia, which I'm, I think it'll be a fine match. I'd rather yeah. see Alexa Bliss face somebody else. The Usos versus the Shield. Oh, oh. yes, that's gonna yes, please. They're gonna tear the house <laughs> down. And then of course Baron Corbin and, and the Miz, which I'm I think it's gonna be an okay match. I'm not as excited about it as yeah. others. And that's if titles don't change between now and then. And they and uh, who was it? Corey Graves made made a point to say that multiple times. Yeah, that that's if, not set in stone. That's if you're the champion. Yep. 
AJ Styles could take that belt back from Baron Corbin before then. I'd be fine with AJ. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm okay with Miz and Corbin. Uh, AJ and Miz would be a, a better match. Yeah. <laughs> we may, it may be Sin Cara in the Miz. Yeah. Uh, so, who knows? Uh, SmackDown, uh, what do you, we got a couple minutes left. What were your, your uh, high I points? I really like SmackDown. The, the match between Sami Zayn and Randy Orton was really good. Who won that? Uh, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Okay. So Randy Orton is the captain, or he has. He's on the team. He's, he's on the team. On the team. Uh, KO and Sami Zayn in the back was was awesome. It's talking. Sami is sitting there with his headphones on, and KO comes back, and they're talking about. Uh, Sami says, "I'm going to beat Randy." He said, "And you win your match against uh, Shinsuke. Is it Shinsuke? KO had a fight. I can't remember who KO fought Ooh. now. Or he, he has to fight next he, it's week. Next week. I think it's. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's Shinsuke. Nakamura. He says, "You win yours. I'll beat Orton." And it'll be the Owens and Zayn SmackDown team. And Kevin said, no, it'll be the Sammy and Kevin SmackDown team. And Kevin, Sammy's like, what a guy. He's just a great guy. <laughs> Did <laughs> and, you? And I get, yes, don't change Sammy Zayn's music. I told you. The way he dances, <laughs> he's such a prick. It's so obnoxious, right? <laughs> it's awesome. It, it is gold. This Sami Zayn, I absolutely love. We, for, the, for those of you who are curious, um, I was talking to Chris last week uh, back in the kitchen, and I'm like, they don't need to, I don't know if you hadn't got I to hadn't see, watched it you yet. Hadn't, you hadn't got to see SmackDown last week. I was like, they don't need to change Sami's music. He comes out. He's so annoying. It's so irritating. It's great. And you're like, eh. But you got to, you saw what I meant. <laughs> it's awesome. Is, it's perfect, right? It is. I love it. The Usos needed the change. Yeah. They had to have it. Yeah. They couldn't have came out with the colors and this and that. All that had to change. Sammy has, it's. All he did was just tweak his character just a little bit. And now he dances to his music and he swings his arms around. He does so it and obnoxious. He just, oh, man. Yeah. He's so easy to hate. But I love right. this version of Sami Zayn. It's awesome. Who won the women's match? The five, uh, it's oh a gosh. five-way, right? Uh, Becky Lynch Becky I'm pretty sure, is the captain of the women's team. Oh, nice. Disarmor on Carmella. <laughs> is she going to carry the briefcase <laughs> to Mania? Oh, uh, the stupidest thing on SmackDown. Carmella had her dog leash. She couldn't find Ellsworth. <laughs> he was nowhere to be found. Oh, and uh, but leading up to it, they're in the back, the five women and Lana. And now, see, I got, and they're like, you're all going to be on the team. Lana's like, but there's six of us. Yeah, I so actually got six to see us, that. Yeah, and uh, then O'Brien says, uh, not, not you. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, now that I think about it, I got to see up to, I saw Corbin's entrance. Okay. That's where I stopped. Right. So I did get to see that part. It was, yeah. it was hilarious. <laughs> She's like, but there's six, a lot of, not, not you. Not you. Yeah. It was just so, it was so dismissive. It was yeah. great. But she couldn't find Ellsworth. Well, the fashion dogs. Yeah, he's in the fashion files with the, which was uh, with, Reservoir Dogs. Yes, the Ascension. It, the Ascension's in there, and they've got him chained up in there, tied up in there, whatever. <laughs> they open it, the briefcase. They open the briefcase because Ellsworth has the briefcase. Or something. You know, they can't find it. It's back there. It's got Ellsworth's dirty underwear in it. Oh. It's so stupid. <laughs> Why? SmackDown is so good. So good. Somebody likes these fashion file segments. Do I don't. This I don't. But someone in the does. Of it. Oh man, it was so terrible. I was just, I was just groaning the whole time. I was like, oh god. And those guys are the matches they had with the Usos, Fent, uh, Brizango. Yes. Brizango. While they were weird because Tyler Breeze was going through this whole I'm going to dress up like five other people thing. The wrestling itself was great. Yes. And the Brazengo's a great team. They, they've destroyed them with their gimmick. Somebody uh, and, likes and they're these, destroying the Ascension even more. These stupid... Well, that's not possible. But... <laughs> and another thing... Uh, of course, uh, Dolph comes out and talks about... Says he's beat... Uh, shoot. He says Bobby he's Reed. beat Bobby Roode twice. He beat Bobby Roode once. Yeah, so Roode comes out and says, no. <laughs> and, and they're in the back. And uh, he says, no. And he says... I've already beat you twice, Bobby. I don't want to fight you again. And Bobby says, wait a minute. No, but since you say twice, next week, let's have a best two out of threes match. Oh, nice. And so that, that's happening on SmackDown this week. I hope it's better than the first two matches. Me too, because uh, the first two, two matches were not Two out of good. three falls. And so I guess this will be the end of that feud. 
This is the rubber match, and it's two out of three in one match. So whoever wins this is the top man, I guess. Uh, they're going to make them a tag team. <laughs> <laughs> like they did Sheamus and Cesaro. It took forever for that to work, but it finally, it, it, it works took, now. It took nine months yeah. for that to, to actually work. Yeah. But so all in all, it was not, I was dreading TLC. It turned out really well. I'm I'm happy for yeah. it. Raw I, was. I Raw hope was everybody solid. gets better fast. Yes, yes, me too. Raw was solid. I heard good things about SmackDown this week. Again, I'm hopefully gonna get to finish watching it tonight. I got to see yeah. up to Baron Corbin. He's still in the doghouse. Yeah, Sin Cara, has, Even Sin Cara belt, he's who hasn't won still in the doghouse hasn't won a match in about eight months. Has well, this, beat he, him he, twice. Well, he beat him. By disqualification, because Baron Corbin, Corbin wouldn't stop beating his brains in whenever he told him to stop. So well, he beat him the first week. That was a legit beat. Yeah, it was a count out. Right. right. Well, this week, it was because Baron Corbin wouldn't quit beating him. <laughs> the referee tried to stop him. He wouldn't stop. So the referee called the bell and disqualified him. So you, technically, he won. Hey, but, man, you look at the record book, and that's yeah. a W for Sin Cara yeah, and an L for Baron it, it, Corbin. It, yeah. And that, that's that's a that's a stain that just don't wash off when you when you drop two in a row to Sin Cara at this point. Yeah, but it's all not have, to take anything away from Sin Cara. No, it's they but look at badly. the size of Baron Corbin and look at Sin Cara. Yeah, look at what they've done at, with him. I yeah, think he's a phenomenal they, performer. Yeah, done nothing. Punico I mean, uh, is a great performer. He was um, I mean, he's been amazing. They just don't they just don't do that character justice. Yeah. The reason to keep him around is because he sells a ton of merchandise. Yeah. Could you imagine? We're gonna take a second just talk about this. Could you imagine the amount of merchandise they would sell if they actually pushed that character? Oh, he sells merchandise now. Yeah, with no push. There's a ton of masks in the audience. Yeah, I don't know. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, don't forget to check us out. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Twitter at Bonagabo PC. I'm on Twitter at the One Rayman. Chris is on Twitter at I'm the Burger Guy. So until next week, see ya. And thank you for listening to the Bonnick Elbow Podcast. The music for our podcast is supplied by bensound.com, your home for license-free music. Do you need music for your multimedia project? Check out bensound.com. All of our artwork is supplied by Aaron Phillips. you need any custom artwork, check her out on Twitter at AaronPhillips430. And last but not least, we want to thank... WJNV 99.1 Jonesville, your Southwest Virginia sports leader, for use of their facilities, without which none of this would be possible.